Hey, Alex. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing better now. Good. Do you know why I'm doing better now? No. Because I don't only have you, America's sweetheart, joining us. I have dear close personal friend Cameron on board as well. Hi, Cam. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I think we just went over how I am, so we're doing pretty good. That was meant for Alex. Oh, yeah. How are you doing, Alex? I'm okay. Okay. Guys, we have week one of the fantasy season in the books. Mm. Yay. I lost, so. That's true. Who'd you lose to? Cam. I think we all knew that, though, that was going to (laughs) happen. I thought I lost on Sunday, though, but apparently if Saquon Barkley actually played, I might have still won. Yeah. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> you were kind of in a jam at the end of the game. Like, Saquon could have run in for a touchdown, but then it would have taken away your Steelers' defensive points, so you were kind of hosed at that one. I know. I was thinking about that, too, but I was like, hmm, what you going to do? <laughs> I, I, I was sweating it, though. I was sweating it. Well, at least you're sweating it while I was not paying attention. So that's good. I thought I was done on Sunday night, so. You forgot you had Saquon? No, I had Saquon. I was down by 20, and he had two players left. So I was like, I lose. His two players didn't do anything. One got injured. Who else did you have besides Connor going? I had Brown from Tennessee. Oh, so he was in the later game. Yeah. Yeah. He got me 6.7, so. Mm, All right. And then Connor got you, like, six before he said goodbye for the season? No, he got me 2.7 before he said goodbye for the season. Oh, yeah, that's worse. But it was Mm -hmm. enough. But that's okay. We should we could talk about that later because we're doing the intro, right? Yes. Are you ready for the game that is sweeping the nation, ten by ten? Sure. I mean, last week we made this was like fourteen. You did it out of order, and then I was going to say got some, and then went back to it. So it was more like eight, then two, and then two for ten. You done I counted. Now? I counted thirty by forty-eight. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. One. Cam, we're going to lead with you a little bit of breaking news. Michael Thomas confirmed going to be missing multiple weeks with a uh, high ankle sprain. What are your thoughts? That sucks. But honestly, and I was going to kind of bring this up later later in the show, um, it's not really surprising. I mean, there are – we didn't have a preseason. So – there's going to be injuries across the board for a lot of teams, I think, especially early. Um, and like I had with Tyreek Hill last year, get it out of the way now so it doesn't hurt you. But um, it sucks for Kelly because doesn't Kelly have him? She so, sure does. But you know what? It's great for the rest of the league. So sorry, Kelly. Yeah, I would say that uh, her next three matchups, I believe, are some combination of Matt, Carly, and you, Alex. So yes. stick the knife in, stick the stake in her heart, and just keep going until you see it on the other side because we need her down and out. Okay, Jared Allen will do it. Jared Allen will do it. He's got it. He got 50 points last week. Jared Allen, the old defensive lineman for the Vikings, did he? The quarterback. Josh Allen? Josh Allen. Professional J. Al- J. Allen. Yeah. What about you, Alex? Michael Thomas out for the season. Or, sorry. Michael Thomas out Ooh. for a few weeks. Oh, yeah, we changed the course there. It does not impact me whatsoever as I do not play Cam for the next couple of weeks. Out of sight, out of mind. Sorry for Michael Thomas and, the, and you know, and the team in real life, but, uh, you know. Alex, I'm going to have a little quiz with you here real quick. Quiz, let's go. 
I'm going to not do what well. What team is Michael Thomas on in fantasy football? In fantasy football? Yes. Matt's team. I'm going to let that hang there. Who's is it? It's not yours, is it, Ken? Let me, I'll give you a hint. I did say on the, the league chat thread that I hope this person's players all die in a car or get maimed in a car accident. Oh, it's I mean, Kelly? this is just this is just karma actually coming to fruition, which kind of scares me. Do I have that kind of power? Oh, it's Kelly's. Okay, cool. Oh yeah, I forgot she had Michael Thomas, uh, Travis Kelsey, and uh, Chris McCaffrey. All right, there you go. Boom, kaboom. See, just had to pull it out of the old memory banks. Yep. Yep. I don't have a list like you do, Steven. (laughs) If the season ended today, Alex. Today. No, excuse me. If we went off of last week's rankings, where, to give some context, you know the rules, and for anybody new to the show, the winning team, the team that wins the championship, gets to name the last place team. So if we went by last week's formula, that means that Lucas would get to name Jason. One through ten, how interesting would that be to you? Seven. I think anyone naming Jay's team is interesting, but I don't know what Lucas is capable of, and I would love to see it. Cameron. I think it'd be more interesting if Jason was naming Lucas's team, but I think that goes for Jason, insert name here's team. So um, I think it would be interesting. What did you say, Alex? So Jay would just do another wiener joke. (laughs) It'd be wiener or some sort of bodily function. So, adjective, then wiener, or wiener, then ad, or adjective. That's, you know. Or poop. Or poop, yeah. <laughs> wiener poop. Poop wiener. That's good. A poopy, a poopy peen. Hey, so, poopy, yeah. So, I do think, I do think it would be the top tier of name choosers, and then it's kind of a cluster down below. That was a pretty good name that we just came up We just came up with that. That wasn't planned, everybody. That's right. Yep. Um, I do have a question about that though. Are you are we basing it off of your power Jenkins? Yes. Okay. And this All was right. also last week, not after week one. Okay, gotcha. Because to do now would give away the ending of who's number one this week. Yeah. Gotcha. That makes sense. Let's do it. Yeah, but... All right. We did a version of this the last time you were on with us, Cam, but you know it's a new dynamic because we have two new league mates. Both of you guys, but we're going to start with you, Cam. Who do you want to name the most? If you were first, who would you be most excited to get to name in 10th place? Yours, without a doubt. <laughs> I that That's like a dream come true. But see, I think you would pull a Gordy, and if you came in 10th place and I came in first, you would quit the league. Oh, I'd have a temper tantrum like no other, but I couldn't quit this. This is a... Uh... Or if I quit in a moment of rage, I'd come back with my tail between my legs. But I can't give this up. Yeah. That's good to know. (laughs) Alex, who would... uh... Jay's team. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, he named my team, so I'd name his. Make it like Dick Cheese 2 or something. (laughs) The Reckoning. (laughs) This time time it's personal? This time it's personal, yeah. (laughs) Just go through all the movie little subtitle things. That's probably what I would do. (laughs) Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Dick Cheese 2 Electric Boogaloo. There, there it is. <laughs> it's all done now. Yeah. Well, see, here's, here's the you better hope I don't come in first, Jake, because that's going to happen. I mean, I probably won't come in first this rate, but you know. You're working on it. You've got heart. I do have heart. I got J. Allen. 
four, Alex. Four, what's up? I don't remember if this started coming up during the podcast last week or not. So, Cam, you can probably be my point of reference here. But mm-hmm. at some point, Alex starts playing with this phone, which is very unlike you. You're tor- Sometimes you look to see if you get a text message who it's from, but you don't typically stay on your phone. I appreciate that about you. But you were either monkeying with it at the end of the show or as soon as the show was done, you started monkeying with it. And when I got a chance, I'm like, what's going on? And I see like I got like an ESPN draft screen and you're all like, I got a draft. So at first I'm pissed. I'm like, what the heck? How come I'm not in this draft? Then I'm like, he's a terrible brother. He didn't invite you. But then I moved on again to like, now I want to help Alex win the league. Mm -hmm. So this is why I'm bringing this up. Because we're in this league of 10 people and we all want to beat each other, right? Like, I want more than others. Yeah. Look, I've got an issue. I don't, I don't hide from it. I own it. But you all... We all would rather win the league than not, right? Actually, I do have to clarify. There, There's one person that I want to beat the least that I just can't help but beat. Sorry, Alex. I never want to beat you, but I always beat you. You know, I appreciate that. I want to beat you super bad. Because <laughs> you're 4 and 20 in the last 24 games against him? Yeah. But, you know, my, my, game, my not- guys never seem to come to play when it really matters. So, But I do agree. I do see what you're saying, Steve. Sorry. So, and I kind of went long winded, but the point is like, I, this is, we are adopting a team. This is like, because we are all trying to beat each other. This will be the one thing we rally around is Alex's team. And I'm going to give you the floor to talk about this team in a minute. Oh yeah. I lost week one. That was bad. The point was to hold on and not tell us. Oh, okay. Oh, this is why we let me Wait, finish. Actually, no, never mind. That was a different team. Spoilers. Okay. So no, it was a different team. So we don't no know. No comment. Okay. So I don't know if I won or lost. I didn't check yet. This is Oh, Real-time goodness. breaking oh. news. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to give some context while Alex looks to see if he won, professional podcaster. So Alex has the first pick in this 10-person draft. It's a fairly standard format. I think it's like quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end flex kind of gig, and you can correct me in a second. Alex oh, has the first pick. He makes the standard pick. We all would. Christian McCaffrey. Would we? Alex, do you remember what was on the table in the second and third round, what you were hoping for? Yeah, I wanted Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. And how many of them did you get with picks two and three? Both. It's a two quarterback league, by the way. So do you? Uh, uh, who is these people with? Are you? Are you? Are you in a league with a bunch of children? <laughs> well, I mean, you have to remember it's standard scoring, so quarterbacks aren't as important. But yeah, but they're still one. really good. And then I think you came back in rounds four and five with uh, Cooper Cup and DK Metcalf. How'd I do? I believe that sounds right. Let me look at the roster here. Yep, Cooper Cup. Yep, Metcalf. Yeah, there you go. I have the whole team right here. All right. And then Antonio Gibson is your other running back. Yep. AJ Green, Gronk, the Bears, and Austin Seifert. So this is our team. Corner Sutton and I have Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Okay. So this is your team. This is the team that we are rallying around as a fantasy league. Team Top Shelf. That is their name. Did you win in week one? I lost by 20 points. The other team had Aaron Rodgers, who got 31 points. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who got 21. Devontae Adams, who got 36 points. So, So not because my team was bad. 
Also, the other team that I lost with, I was in a I'm, I'm going to throw this one out here. We were in a money league, a auction league a little while ago. In that league, I have Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, and Dalvin Cook, and I lost. Wait, you're in another money league you didn't invite me to? No, that's the one I'm in with you. I have okay. Christian McCaffrey, Saquon, yeah. Christian, McCra- Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Dalvin Cook, still lost. So, so you have us rallying around a team that's 0-1. Yes, but next week it's going to be Saquon Barkley. I mean, you know, um, quarterback fellows and uh, Chris McCaffrey. And bring me back. Let's go. Hey, Alex, I mean, I'm not usually a superstitious person, but I, I'm really starting to believe you got some bad juju around you. You see, that's the thing. If you ask any one of my friends, they will say I'm one of the unluckiest person people alive. And that, yes, that is correct. See, everyone figures it out someday. I appreciate it. I, I mean, it's going to be awesome when all of those players get hurt because you have them, and it's going to be great for the rest of us in this league. <laughs> but, well, man, that's too bad. Well, in our league, the week before our first games, my two starting running backs had uh, hamstring issues. Saquon Dude, Barkley, Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake was in a boot, and Saquon Barkley was out of practice. Right when they said maybe they're okay to play, all three of my starting wide receivers had an hamstring injury. And all of your wide receivers had an injury designation as well. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, basically it was good. So one year you will go 13-0. and 0. One one year. All right. I, I'll, I have to find AP again. That was the year I did it. Oh, that's right. It now. Detroit now. Yes, he, he did really good. Uh, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. No, but, I don't want to. Uh, all right. Number five. Now, number five has three parts to it. Now, I can see Alex rolling his eyes, but trust me, it's not as complicated as it sounds. I've got a list of players who were drafted fairly high, did not have good week one. So I'm going to ask you for both of them, one through ten, how convinced are you that it was just an anomaly and this player will be good? So if you say ten, you think this player will be just fine and this was a bad week. Make sense? Mm-hmm. All right. We'll start with you, Cam. Uh, Alex's player, Saquon Barkley, pick three in the draft, six carries for 60 yards, which was great, but ran it 15 times for six yards, currently running back 30. One through 10. And one and being one. confident and or? A 10 is confident that he's still going to be a stud and it was just a bad week. I'm going to give him a nine. He, he ran into a strong Steelers defense. I'm with you. I'm going nine as well. Alex? Um, I'm a 10. I drafted him off of the, the, the strength of his character, and I know that it's still there. He just had a bad week. He's going to come on back, fellas. Let's go. And his quads won't let him down. <laughs> they did two weeks ago, but they're fine now. <laughs> I think we should vote that quadriceps should just be banned. Is that a, that a thing? Like you're not you want to ban? You, you, yeah, you don't want to? You're not allowed to have legs? Yeah. Well, no, just the quadriceps. I think you're thinking of quaaludes. Maybe. <laughs> Why would you be thinking of quaaludes? I'm not. I'm just saying we should ban quadriceps because I had six quadricep injuries in a week. And I figure 12 people running around the field without legs could probably be more capable than my team of five with them. So going to go I'd to argue, the next one here. Go ahead. Go ahead, Cam. I'd argue, I'd argue that 12 people running around with without quadriceps would not be running around at all because they don't have quadriceps. Well, I mean, you know, hobbling. It doesn't matter. They give me the points. Next question. Alex. Yes. 
This is a player Derek has. Derek. OBJ, fifth-round pick. Three three catches for 22 yards against Baltimore. OBJ was fantastic when they threw the ball at him. He made some great catches. Baker Mayfield is just garbage. I have very high confidence that OBJ is still a great player, but I think Baker Mayfield just can't get the ball there, nor will the rest of the offense help Baker Mayfield to get the ball there. Five. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go... <laughs> I was going to go four because, again, yeah, he plays for the Browns and their passing game is just not great. Uh, for context, Alex is wearing a Cleveland Browns t-shirt for those of you who can't see from home. Woo, $2 clearance shirt. Rep it. You know what I really want, though? Hmm. Like, straight up. I really want a Washington football team shirt. They're literally the football team. I yes. love that. I told my wife about this, and she wants a Washington football team shirt just yeah. because it says Washington football team. They're saying they might not change it, but I hope they do. And it's just like I have, like, this shirt piece of history, you know, and I'm, like, 80, like, football team? And I'm, like, yeah, that's who they were. They were the football. And, like, Madden is hilarious because, like, they just replace the team name with the football team. So, like, when everyone's tweeting, they're, like, wow, that was a great game by the football team out there today. Hashtag the football team. And it just says the football team everywhere. It's so awesome. And then I come. I didn't even think that was real. And then first week of the NFL, I turn it on. They have the numbers on their helmet, and they're just the football team. I was stoked. You did not know that before the first game of the season. No, I knew they were changing their name, but I figured they would have like an idea. Yeah. Instead, they had the best idea. Someone in a conference was like, "How do we just call them a football team?" Someone else that was also a genius said, "Yes." And it's going to sell so many shirts because it's awesome. Okay. I'm going to go Hot seven take. on OBJ. I think he'll be a little better because he still pull, had 10 targets. So I think that Baker will throw. Most teams aren't as good as Baltimore. And while I agree Mayfield is not good, I think Beckham is good enough to overcome it to some degree. He'll be a fine flex play. But I wouldn't want him to be one of the guys I'm leaning on for a team. All right. Third one is going to be a little bit of a surprise. It's our other rookie, uh, Carly. Alvin Kamara, now he's uh, got a little bit inflated because he had a couple of touchdowns, and he had five catches. However, 12 carries, 16 yards. So, Cam, 1 through 10. Any concern there? Uh, I'm going to say he's a 10. I think he's the main crux of that offense, especially now with Thomas going out. Now, defenses may key in on that a little bit more, but Jared Cook played a really good game. Like, I think Kamara is still going to be the standout of that offense. He's still going to get the dump off passes, even if he doesn't run for a lot of yards. I think it's still a good pick. That's a good point. He, uh, I don't know if you guys know if he catches the ball a lot, but a weird thing, he's actually caught it's either 81 or then it's the exact same number of balls every year. It's either 81 or 82 catches every year. He's been in the league. So five mm-hmm. catches last week, it still kind of translates. Alex, same thing, low concern level, or you uh, have a little more trepidation with Alvin Kamara. I don't really. I mean, I don't have too much concern, but the fact that they didn't use him a lot is worrisome. But I don't. I, I think he could come back. He's too good to just not be used. So okay. I would still play him. I still have confidence in him. I give him an eight. I give him a seven. I give him a seven point well, five. I mean, he also they also scored over thirty points, so they didn't really need to. Yeah, they didn't need you, to rely. Usually, they didn't need to open up the playbook a little bit at all. They could hold up a little bit and let their defense destroy Tom Brady. That's fair. 
All right, number six, we're going to flip it around. These are players who were not drafted very high but had a good week one. So same. now the question here is one through ten. How likely is this hot streak to continue? So if you say ten, you think this player who was not drafted very high is going to do good and can be a bit of a lottery ticket for the team that got them. So going to start with you here, Cam, again. I'm going to start with one of Jason's players. Got David Johnson in the sixth round, 11 carries, 77 yards, one touchdown, as well as three catches for 32 yards. What are you thinking? Uh, Okay. Cam, please. Please um, I'm going to give it a six. And it's not because I don't think he can be good, but it's I think it's his health. Um, it, it, I think we saw with that new offense that they were running um, that they're going to look for quick releases for Deshaun and they're going to run the ball a little bit more. And so I think he is going to be an important piece. I just don't know if he's going to be able to hold up a whole season. Um, and I think that's going to affect his numbers. So it Give him a couple good weeks, and then I think he's just going to get hurt. Okay. So if he's in, he'll be fine. You just don't have a lot of belief in the long-term value. Right. Okay. Right. Alex? I believe in him. So pretty high number? Eight. Okay. Man. I think I'm with you, Cam. I think he tends to be injured a lot. I will say, though, he looked better. He's seen, uh, I call it the eyeball test. I know I didn't create it, but it's just the term I use. He looked good playing football. He was out there better he than did. he looked last year. So, And he might be a guy who – it was still only 11 carries, so he might be a guy who's a good football player but may not translate to a good fantasy player because, you know. Well, I think, And I think it's going to benefit him to have Duke Johnson. It, it's Duke Johnson, right? Yes. As a backup? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so to have Duke running behind him too, I think he'll be able to spell him a little bit more than he was able to on his on the other teams that David Johnson played on. So that might help him, uh, you know, reach a little bit later into the season and things like that. So agreed. All right, Alex, Will Fuller. I'm sorry, I just looked up who had him, so I'm gonna have to do that in a second. But basically, seventh rounder. Eight catches, 112 yards. So another Texan here. What do you think? Will Fuller does that a lot. He has a lot of just big games. And then nothing. I've had on my team before. He'll throw out 30 points and then just get two points for like four weeks. So if he can do that on a consistent basis, that's awesome. But right now, I have like a five for him. Okay. Cam? And is he uh, Lucas's player, by the way? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to be middle ground, too. I'm going to say five just because we haven't seen enough of him in that number one spot since Hopkins has been gone. Um, So much of that offense last season and, you know, I I guess all the seasons that Fuller's been around ran through Hopkins. Um, So it's going to be interesting to see how much of that is going to actually transition over to Fuller's way now. Um, So I I think it's going to be – Again, just to see how that offense completes that transition away to more of a, a, a more, um, like I said, quick passes and things like that. I think it's, I, I think the potential is there. Okay. Let me, and I'm just going to do this game with you, Cam, and I'm going to do a version with this, uh, Alex, next time when you're up. So I'm yeah. going to kind of go through your draft order. You tell me if you'd want the players that you draft, Will Fuller or the player you drafted. 
Uh, James Conner in round five. Who would you rather have? Now? I mean, I'd, yeah. rather, have Will, I'd rather have Will Fuller. Okay. The sixth round, T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, I mean, based on that first game, it's got to be Fuller. Okay. And two more. Uh, seventh round, Kareem Hunt. I'll take Hunt. That's, I can't blame you there. Eighth round, Hollywood Brown. I would take Brown. Yeah. I, sh- I really should have started him, and I was on the fence with that, but I went with the, the, the more experienced player with, with Rivers there to give him a shot, and I shouldn't have started Hilton. I should have started Brown. Yeah, he looked good. I yeah. think it was 5 101. It was a nice game. Yeah. All right. Alex. Jamison Crowder, drafted in the 15th round by Jason. Seven catches, 115 yards. Sorry, I was just, I, I got stuck. I didn't know there was a guy named Hollywood. Is that his first name? Uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown. Oh. So it's his nickname. Okay, hick nickname. All right, darn it. All right, what was the question? Uh, Jamison Crowder, drafted in the 15th round by Jason, had seven catches for 115 yards. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> He goes out there as a late draft pick. He goes and he gets the yards. He catches those balls. How much of that was yards after catch? So one through ten, how confident are you that this is going to be a continued trend? Oh, for him, three. But, you know, because, you know, there's always those guys. Every every year there's always like four or five wide receivers that go out there that either don't get drafted or pick up in the last two rounds, get 30 points, everyone's like, duh, and then they hurry up and put them on their bench, and then they don't do anything. And that happens every year. And it's not because they're bad. It's just they're not. They There might have been an exploitation in the defense. Last week, I had an example. Detroit Lions, their entire defensive backs were just gone. They had to put single coverage on Jimmy Graham, a guy that's like a foot shorter than him. Is Jimmy Graham still a viable target in fantasy football all the time? No. Was he an incredibly viable target in this scheme against that one corner? Yes. And they took advantage. And that might happen a lot throughout the weeks. So you get those guys that have 30 points, and then they get two points a lot of other games. It's a fair point. I uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I went and looked at who the top – they showed the top 10 wide receivers after week one last season. And five of them were good, you know, because they're good. But one was like John Ross, and the, there are four other guys who were pretty uh, – And I picked up John Ross. Didn't work. Also got hurt. But <laughs> – I just have a question. Whose whose team did you say Crowder was on? Is it not Jason? No, it's it's Carly's team. Oh, sorry, Carly. My apologies. Good draft pick potentially. Wait, wait. Keep him on target, Cam. At least like one it. person's checking their facts. <laughs> what are your th- so you now know he's with Carly? Um, what are your uh, thoughts on James one. Crowder through ten? He's 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 a bust. A ten because he's on Carly's team. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, um, I don't know. He, it, it, I, I have a hard time with anyone who's on the Jets. Um, I just don't see that being a consistent track record right there. I think it's going to be an up and down season. So yeah, I'll go. I'll go a five again. Um, I think he's going to get the targets, but Sam Darnold. I just don't have faith in him getting him the ball. How about this? Like, I think we're in the same place. I would say 
at the end of the year, he will he will be better than a 15th round pick, but that he also will not be good enough to be somebody that you're going to want to be starting on a weekly basis. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think of the three of us, you have historically been the biggest Adam Gase fan. I don't have much confidence in him. Are you still in the same place? Um, I think this season will be the the deciding factor. If I don't see any any like improvement on his teams, like then the good year he had, um, where was it in Miami before yeah. he went to the Jets? That one good year he had in Miami, I think then that was just going to be the the fluke. Um, I think he's got a good offensive mind. He just hasn't had the horses to to back it up. So, I don't know. All right. That's fair. He's had a few years in, uh, with the Jets now. They were 7-9 and nine last year, which is not bad for the Jets and the lack of talent they had. I just don't like Sam Darnold. I think he's horrible. Yeah, I think that's a, that is a good observation. I think he's just in kind of that cluster of guys who, you know, would be a fine backup, but I don't want him as my starter. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Seven, Cam. The Lions game. Oh God! I said it. I said it in the again in the the league text thread. The Lions have become the football equivalent of a romantic comedy script. It's so predictable and so formulaic. They might as well call it "How to Lose a Game in Ten Day in Ten Plays" because it is just awful. It's just awful. I can't stand it. It hurts to watch. But AP actually looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think Stafford looked pretty good. Um, I just don't know what it is about them folding in the fourth quarter. They didn't have any defensive backs, and Marvin Jones wasn't – Was I don't know if he was just completely covered. They never used him. And then Kenny Galladay was out, so they didn't have any wide receivers either. So they had to but rely on – which is dumb but but it doesn't matter if they're all in anyways oh they've done that in the past yeah no i'm just saying this time the last three touchdowns trubisky what i was saying earlier they just kept chucking it at graham they're just trying to get graham on one-on-one coverage and chucked it to him lions couldn't yeah. do anything because lion sadly i don't think this is patricia's strong suit is adapting to the game situations as they happen new situation happened he has a plan going into the game he had to think about how he had to cover these people with who he had he didn't think about it. He was just like, do the same plays that we run. Didn't work. Didn't the But he's, he's not calling the defense anymore. I'm not even just saying Patricia. I just more mean the coaching staff in general. Usually when I say I just say the head coach because I don't know all their names. But they didn't adapt to the situation, and they just kept taking advantage of the same stuff. Yeah. Which stinks. However, positive note of the Lions game, um, the left guard did very well as a rookie. Started the whole game. Did very well. Let one sack go, but a lot of the run plays went right through. He did a really good job. I hate, I hate that that's your positive. Hey, well, I mean, every other rookie That's like was saying, like, hey, the punter play. averaged over 48 yards. Okay, but no, Lions have always had trouble with offensive line issues. I like to watch the Lions sometimes. He did a good job. That's okay. a positive. DeAndre Swift dropped the game-winning pass. He made me sad. It was a swift kick to the nuts at the end of the game there, huh? Yeah, huh? that's a good huh? one. Alex, that was a you, good one. Uh, Alex, you talk about like to watch offensive line play. How did Tyrell Crosby do? Uh, no. Wait. No. 
You don't know how he did, or you don't? I don't know. I was. I don't know. Okay. This one's Tyrell Crosby. Oh boy. Okay. Um, no, I'm just really bad at names. I know my the positions most of the time. Who's he's, the, he's the tackle out of Oregon. I don't know Tyrell Crosby's number, but we're gonna move on then. Oh, I didn't really. I didn't. He did okay. I just, um, I just, well, the middle of the line had a lot of really great pushing moves, and we had that guard in there who did it. And, like, he was just kind of an unknown going in. That's why I'm more than, like, going into know. that, going into the fourth quarter, I mean, they, they held that Bears defensive line in check for most of the game. I mean, yeah. that was impressive. But that, and that's, that's why I brought him up more, is like, at, at the end of the game, I was really watching the interior of the line. Yeah. And that's what was really impressive. The tackle Stafford wasn't pressured a lot, but we ran a lot ball, ball a lot more too. And Khalil, they really kind of kept Khalil Mack pretty quiet. Yeah, so he was, he, was he had a good job. So yeah, I, I was really impressed with the offensive line. Uh, yeah. So you, you talked about Swift dropping the game-winning pass, which looked like a beautiful pass, by the way, from Stafford, which made it all the more sad. But I didn't watch much of the game, so I just have the stat line of Swift: three carries, eight yards, and a touchdown. Three catches, 15 yards. I'm feeling like early returns are this is just another Lions running back who's not going to be anything. Yep. I didn't like him going into the draft. Like, I did not. Like, people were had him high on their lists, and I just – he doesn't pass the test for me. A, because he plays for the Lions, and there's a history there. And B, I just – I get that there's a lot of upside there. I just don't see it yet. I think if there was a lot of upside there, they wouldn't have had to need to carry five running backs on the roster and then go get AP when one of them got hurt. So, I don't know. Did AP look good running the ball? I mean, I saw the stat line. I didn't yeah. Watch yeah, he was he, the first He actually line. did. He was the first line in a while that I've seen when he's about to go down, he doesn't give up. Okay. Like, he just he yeah. would hit people, and, like, he would push for that extra yard, like, every time. It was pretty cool well, to watch. So, well, go ahead. I was just saying, he, he – he hit the holes really, yeah. really quickly. And he did. I don't mean that as a euphemism. Like he, he, he really ran with some authority, and you could just see why he was AP. Like even though he's sixty-five thousand years old, he's still better than anything we have on the roster right now. I mean, it's sad but true. But he still looked good. He did. But also, I think we can't put too much problem Swift like stuff on Swift though, because like there was no preseason. So it was literally his first experience at all in a game, right? So, I mean, it's kind of hard this year for rookies to judge him. But I'm really curious about what's going to happen with Carrion Johnson. Because, like, he was he was our guy. And I don't know, like, what's going on with him. Like, they're barely, they barely utilized him. And when they tried to use him, he would always run for a yard. So oh, that's what I'm curious about seeing through the season. The story of the season. That's who I want to keep track of. Because I gonna, think he's good. I'm just going to step in here. Actually, truly, you guys have had some really good insight on this one. Just I want to kind of move us along. Um, um, number eight. Let's time. go. Eight, Alex, you're gonna lead on this one. Okay. Um, right oh, can now. I do it? Oh, no, good. What, what, what? Can I do an Alex one for one after the ten for ten? Yeah. Okay. But can I get through my ten? Then you can do your one for one. Yeah. Okay. Just um, make sure your one for one has five parts to it. That's no, just one question. Eight. After week one, Lamar Jackson, quarterback five. Patrick Mahomes, quarterback eleven. If at the end of the year Lamar Jackson is still quarterback five, and let's say. Patrick Mahomes finishes about the same place, quarterback five or six. Was it a – did they go too early in the draft? Was it a mistake to take them one and two by Lucas and Jason? Mm, no, because a lot of people in the first round still aren't. I mean, Saquon Barkley might not even be good. There's a lot of people in the first round that might be iffy. But if they're still at quarterback number five, it still at least worked out. 
you you draft when I when I think of around the first round, I don't automatically think they're going to be the guy that's going to be 500 points. No, they're the guy that's at least going to get me points consistently every week. And if Patrick Mahomes, you get him in the first round, and he still is that guy that still is consistent every week, I think it was a good pick. Because mm-hmm. again, you can get first round picks that don't do anything. Yeah. Um. No, I mean those were the picks you had to make if you're at, if you're Lucas or or Jay. Like there's really no question if McCaffrey was available then sure I could maybe see um making that move but it, so I'm gonna pause you because you got me curious here so first pick everybody's on the board you have it you're going one of the quarterbacks over McCaffrey yeah if okay. if if it's especially with the way our league is scored I would go Mahomes or Jackson okay um Especially based, I mean, you're basing it off of last season. There's nothing. There's no preseason. There's nothing to, to go by. So if you're looking at straight video game numbers for all three, the two quarterbacks and McCaffrey, I'm still going a quarterback because we are a quarterback heavy league. Um, so I think it's the smart move. I would have made the same picks. Like it's, it is what it is. And they're still they're bona fide keepers. I'm 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 with Alex like that too. I don't say that – I'm hoping – well, and I think a lot of this happens to be because I have to draft in the ass end of the draft. But um, I'm looking for a keeper, not necessarily the person who's going to be the top guy. Um, if that person falls to me, awesome. But I want some someone that's going to carry me for a couple of years that will consistently get me points. That's a really good point. I think you both make, but Alex, I think it was really helpful to hear it from you because you kind of reframed some of my thinking. I think that strategy, I carry a lot of that strategy in the back half of the first round. I don't need to know. I don't need to figure out who's going to be the seventh best player at the seventh pick. I need a guy who I'm happy I have on my roster at the end of the year. So that's a good point. If these guys bar an injury, there is no doubt you're going to be happy to have Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes as your starting quarterback at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nine, uh, Cam, I'm going to lead with you. Fantasy football advice from you guys to me, if you can give me a hand. Um, I'm really thinking about sitting Nick Chubb next week and playing Jonathan Taylor instead, especially with the Marlon Mack injury. Thoughts on that? I I think you should. I think you overvalue Nick Chubb. The same way I think you overvalue Cooper Cup. That that Chubb Cup is just a whole hell of a lot of overvalue it for my taste, but... You could never overvalue the Chubb Cup. I was going to say it if you didn't, Cam. Thank you. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying a different thing. You're saying you can never overvalue the Chubb Cup. It is too valuable of a thing. I, I, I know. I'm fighting him. Okay. I, Good I think, content. Opposing views. Let's go. Know, I, Chubb I, Cup. Think it's, I think it's a smart move, at least for one week, just to see where it is. Because, again, that Browns offense is – the Browns offense. It yeah. can be great one week. It can be, um, I think if cream hunt keeps performing as well as he did, even though it wasn't, you know, stellar, but he still outproduced Chubb. I think it's going to be a, a production flip and I think he's going to get more touches. I think you are spot on. I think I do overvalue Chubb, but here's where, here's the mountain I would die on. And here's where I get in trouble. Nick Chubb is a fantastic football player. He is handcuffed by Kareem Hunt, who's also a good player but not as good, and that's just that's just how it is. So I guess I don't. He, I he averaged six yards against that Baltimore defense. That is an impressive number. 
Yeah, but if he's not getting the carries, if he's not getting the touches, it doesn't matter how many yards he's averaging. That's why we're saying the same thing. Yeah. I, I get so convinced he's so good that they will finally let him kind of break free. But no, what I have to do is rein it in like, look, we've had a nine-game sample size. Chubb is probably going to be the leader in a 60-40 timeshare split. And that's not you, – you don't keep a guy like that. Unfortunately, it was that or Mixon. But, okay, so Alex, I, I'm sorry. I know you were Cam were talking, but what would your vote be? Chubb or Taylor is my starter next week? Chubb. Chubb, okay. All right. Can't break up the dynamic duo. This is going to be purposely open-ended, so it can be related to the NFL or our fantasy league, whatever. Which question is this? This is number 10. 10. 10. Alex, one takeaway from week one. Quadriceps um, need preseason. Cam? I should probably call it the quadriceps season. Something of that nature. Thanks, Cam. Also, refs need um the preseason too and i was watching them and a lot of them seemed rusty and i was like oh yeah they don't have the preseason and football's um, hard it was a lot cam go ahead that was a really long one takeaway um my one takeaway is gonna be james connor must know that i hate drafting him because he just is always hurt when i have him so also, foggy face shields from Andy Reid. <laughs> um, my takeaway. I stand by my pick last week that one of the rookies will make the championship game. I know they both lost, but uh, I think they're good teams. I actually do. I actually do have a serious takeaway. Yeah. I'm really surprised at how good the quality of football was just across the league. I thought there would be a lot more rust, but the games were entertaining. Yeah. You know, barring a few snoozers, you know, Cincinnati and, you know, it, but there were a lot of high scoring matches. Um, it, it just, it was really good to see and not a lot of rust. It didn't look like I would actually counter argue that you don't really need a preseason or you or at max two game preseason. Yeah. Um, the because the football just looked so good. I, I agree. I think it, I didn't look at the numbers, but it did feel like there were high injuries that kind of supports Alex thinking there should be some time. But I also agree with you. It, it was good looking football like that Steelers Giants game last night. I really enjoyed the uh, I got to watch most of the Bronco Titan game Monday night. That was good, too. I think the Broncos Brown game was the only one that I watched. It was like, eh. but, yeah. All right. So we're going to move to. Oh, Alex is one for one. Alex is one for one. Damn, 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 damn. All right. All right, so guys, this is Alex Turner's one for one. It's sweeping the nation. Um, according yeah, sweeping to, the nation. According to New York Times bestseller, James <laughs> Kevin, he says it's better than 10 for 10. So let's get to it. Okay, everybody. So now this could be a question or a statement or just a fun fact. Yeah. And then, you know, you guys react. Okay. Okay, yeah. so here we go. So Chick-fil-A. At the Atlanta Stadium, officially is closed on Sundays, and it is a thing. I researched it. Here's the issue. So I was complaining. I said, how do they get people trained? What do they do? Here's what they do. So on Super Bowl Sunday, they had to announce that Chick-fil-A would not be open because they even refused for the Super Bowl. Instead, Chick-fil-A coined a term called fries up. 
and they change Chick-fil-A into fries up on Sundays. Now, here's where I have an issue. I thought that they didn't want their employees working on Sundays because that's what heathens did. But they still have their employees work there. They just don't serve chicken. They only serve fries. Is he sticking with me at this point? I'm with you. Okay. So now my question is, if it's not that the people can't work on Sundays, it's obviously that they don't care about the workers. Is it that chickens are Christians and they can't be served on Sundays or fries are for heathens? Go. I think they just still want their money and they're a bunch of liars. Okay. Okay. Fair. But then why not the chicken? Why can't they have chicken on Sundays? Just fries. Because they gotta, they gotta keep that brand loyalty among the, the Karens of the world. Okay, fair enough. I gave you two answers to the question. You didn't pick one, but that's okay. Steve, what's your answer? The chicken. Thank you. Respecting their rights as American chickens. You're a heathen if you eat fries on Sunday. That's my those I, are my two I, choices. I, yeah, if French fries are for heathens on Sundays. Yes. There's a there's a, a famous music group that sings a song about heathens. If only I could remember what it was. Is it Color Me Bad? Don't you do this to me. <laughs> What's that, Jack? Don't you do this to me. Who sings heathen? Is it Color Me Bad? Is Cam right? Is it Rio Speedwagon? Do 21 pilots eat french fries? Did you just, co- did you just call it Rio Speedwagon? Uh-huh. I did, but we're going to give Jack his 10 seconds of fame here. Hello, everyone. Hey, Jack. Can I tell everybody what your password is? No. Please? No. Okay. All right. So who sings Heathens? Twenty One Pilots. Are they good? Are they popular with the young people? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, grab a seat. We'll we'll come back to you later. All right. Ten for ten. You you didn't ask a question. I bet Heathens are for Heathens on. Heathens oh, you on you picked pick French fries. French yeah. fries is a Heathen food. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. Heathens on Sunday may be a great fantasy football teammate. By the way. I do like it. All right, I'm going to go. One for one. Thanks for for that. That's that's the end of the segment. I love that you brought something to the table, so thank you. I did for once. I researched. And I want you to know, I barely researched, so I could be horribly wrong. But I did read a article. Awesome. Yep. So a recap of last week's 10 for 10 before we get into the new weeks. All right. Last week, going into week one, Jason, 10. Matt, nine. Alex, you were eight. Bobby, seven. Cam, you were at six. Derek, five. Carly, four. Steve, three. Kelly, two. Lucas, one. Before we get into this, anyone want to call their shot and predict one team and one spot in the league? I'm calling me out at ten. Calling you out at ten. Cam? I think I don't move and I stay middle of the pack. Are you saying in the general six area or you're saying you're cemented at six still? I think I'm cemented at six. All right. Ten. Alex, you now vote that it's you. Cam, what do you think? I'm going to keep track of this, too. See how we do. Um, oh. Sorry, my screen just went blank. Um, ten. Man, there's a lot of movement. For Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to pull up the stats here. Um. I'm going to say, God, I want. I don't want it to be me, but I'm going to say it's me. Because you of think my you're injury. 10? 
You think you went yeah. from six to ten, and you won. You beat Alex. Well, I'm looking at rosters. I don't know how you formulate this stuff. So. All right. Fair enough. You're so, going U10. No. Okay. I'm going to go Derek 10. All right, Alex 1, Cam 0. Alex, you yes. are 10. Oh. <laughs> Alex, we didn't. I was going to bring this up when we talked about who was uh, underperforming. Any concern with Mike Evans? One catch on three targets? He was injured before the game. He was a game-time decision, so they barely used him. Also, okay. they spread the ball around. I know that was an issue, but okay. I think the big thing was is that they were barely using him. But they knew in that touchdown scenario, a little fade to him was perfect, so they used him for that on that one thing, and that's what worked. Because right. they got the touchdown, right? It was like a two-yard fade thing. Yeah, three, four yards, something like that. Yeah, they, they put him in the one situation they could use him because they didn't want to waste him for the rest of the season. Actually, I apologize. You were right for two. Yeah, one catch, two I'll yards. I'll, I'll tell you what you got to do. You got to drop Mike Evans and pick up Scotty Miller. Hmm. He's, your, huh? he's your next Julian Edelman, man. I'm not dropping Mike Evans, but you might be onto something, Scotty Miller. I wondered about that during the game, and that was a good no. defense playing. Yeah, no, well, and I think I think that's what you're going to get with Tom Brady. He's not going to key in on one receiver. I think he's going to key on key in on eight receivers in a game, and Scotty Miller's going to be the one he loves the most, like a Julian Edelman, like a Wes Welker, a small little white dude who's running around the field and catching balls. For four yards a catch. That's just what you should do whenever Tom Brady goes. Just draft the smallest, whitest guy. I'm going to get us off of this topic. Okay. Alex, I'm not being sarcastic. Here's a question for you. Yeah. Would you start – any thought to starting Josh Allen this week? He's ranked higher than Deshaun Watson right now with a lot easier matchup. He plays Miami, and Deshaun Watson's going to Baltimore. See, that is actually a great question, but if you would actually look at our rosters, I have already put him in the starting position over Deshaun Watson. Wow. And I believe – Baller move. Yeah. And I believe, Alex, that his name was Jared Allen. (laughs) Yeah. His name is Jared, Steve, (laughs) and he's already starting. But, yes, I, I did. He's against Miami, and okay. Deshaun Watson is against pretty good defense. At least they had a good week last week. So I was just like, I'm, I trust Jared. Yeah. Yeah. You trust, I think a thing is happening here. Okay. Um, this go, is actually one I don't have the answer to, so maybe you guys do. I know Parker went out with a hamstring injury. Is that serious, or does he think he's going to be back next week? I haven't seen anything about it yet, but he left the game. And what stinks is he's, he was doing very well before that. He had four catches for 47 yards in, like, the first quarter, yeah. and then he got hurt. So, okay. I mean, I'm bummed he got hurt, but he was hurt before, so they shouldn't have played him. So it was obviously a small thing that I think probably got re-whatever. So he might be out for if he plays next week, or he might be out for a week or two. Still shows promise though, because Fitzmagic loved him still. However, will Fitzmagic last in Miami? Probably not, but that's okay. All right. Number nine, we should go faster. Uh, actually, I'm just curious. Uh, what would oh, you, go ahead. Would you agree with that decision, Cam? Would you start um, Allen, or would you keep Deshaun Watson in because he's your money player? Who? I don't know. I, I don't know if it's too early to make to pull that trigger yet or not. Week two is – I'd have to look at the matchup. It's just Jared against Miami. So I got to – we should look up every quarterback against Miami last year and see how many 70 points they got. I might go with I might go with Jared, Josh Allen. Well, I thought you brought up a good point. When you said matchup, I started thinking more about who is Alex playing next week and does he need to swing for the fences or be safe. And you're playing Bobby, so you're projected to lose by six. So if I'm swinging – if I need a – 
bigger hit, I might go to Watson versus safe. But yeah, I think it's a good question. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll pick up our pace here. Nine. Uh, Alex, you take first shot. I'm going to say Jay. Cameron. I'm going to say Kelly. Okay, guys, we're going to multitask him for some entertaining television. Hold on. Well, here, I can distract him. Why don't you back up, and then I'll, I'll take over nine. Hello. I am just letting you know that uh, I am in the middle of a podcast right now. Hello, Noel. How are you? Sorry, I'm looking at my uh, my six-month-old who's FaceTiming me because she's adorable. That's your niece. What? Uh... All right. I will call you later. Okay, bye. Sorry, guys. I uh, just can't turn on a FaceTime from the wife during this game or during the podcast. I'm going to get my game face back on. Megan called me earlier. I didn't even bring it up. Fair enough. All right. So <laughs> I, I totally got flustered there. I think you said Jay was going to be nine. Alex, is that correct? Yeah. Cam, I'm sorry. I don't remember if we got to you calling out number nine. I did Kelly because she only scored 106 points. 1-1. One, one. Kelly tumbles from 2 to 9. And just to give some context as a reminder, Alex, you went from 8 to 10. Nice. We've so talked- I felt less than Kelly. <laughs> yeah. You did. I did. I only went down 2. That's not bad. We talked about the Michael Thomas injury, so I don't want to stay here too long. But, Cam, you talked about something I think is relevant here as well. She's got Drew Brees as a starting quarterback, so... Are you benching him for Kirk Cousins at this point? Because now his all-star receiver is on the shelf? No. No, I mean, because he still did pretty well um, last week. And, and he's got other people to throw the ball to. I think it's going to change the uh, the efficiency of his production a little bit. I think he's going to throw a lot more to Kamara. And, um, and again, Jared Cook is there. He did He played really well. Um, in the game. So I still think you stick with Breeze right now. Kirk Cousins, you know, I've had him on my teams before. He's He throws up really big numbers, but then he'll throw a stinker the next week. So um, the thing you get with Kirk is they're behind, so he's got to throw the ball. Um, so I think you stick with Breeze right now, though. I, I think you're right. I did want to ask you guys this question because one, there were two games I really wasn't watching much at one o'clock, and that was the Lions game because you know I kind of figured how that was going to end, and I actually don't know why, but I just wasn't watching much of the Packers Vikings. I think it's because I didn't have anybody in the game. But am I wrong? But we were pretty deep in the game. Like I'm thinking late second, early third quarter, and Cousins was three for five passing. Were they? That's that was the same as last year. Don't you remember? Like yeah, but I didn't season. know him like. And then obviously they had to start chucking it later was they were down. But is that right, though? Was he really that far into the game only had five pass attempts? It was not a lot. I didn't, it wasn't a lot. I don't think it was that low that late in the game. Um, okay. But I could be wrong. I wasn't – I mean, I wasn't watching that game. I was splitting time between that and the Lions game. But. Okay. Le'Veon Bell going on IR. Does that feel like a big loss, or do you think he uh, he's a bench player? He's not much, so no real damage to Kelly on that one. He's going on no IR. real. Very yeah. weak IR. Was it his quadricep? Um, hamstring cam? Yeah, I think it's it was a hammy. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was a hammy. No, I don't think it's that big of a loss. I mean, he's the poster child for never taking a year off from football, so um, mm-hmm. his production's just not there. And again, he plays for the Jets, and I've already spoken about how I love the Jets, so. Fair call. All right, 
Eight. Cam, you take the first shot. Hmm. Eight. I'm going to say Steve, because he scored 109 points. <laughs> Alex. Steve. You're both wrong. Take another shot. Cam. Um, no. What did you say? Alex went with you, and I said no. Derek. Derek? Yep, there we go. Oh, Derek. Derek falls four spots from four to eight. Let me, uh, Alex, I'm going to run through Derek's first five draft picks. You tell me if you have, you would be concerned or you think it's just a one-week anomaly. Um, keeper, Chris Godwin, currently wide receiver 29. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Uh, I should be fine. Okay. Joe Mixon, second round, second round pick, wide receiver 43. That one might be not good. Third round pick, Miles Sanders did not play, uh, has an in history with injuries. He should come back. He'll be fine. Feel a little bit more better about that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, DK Metcalf was the fourth round pick, four catches, 95 yards, and a touchdown. I think he's A okay there. I'm a big fan. Um, and we've talked about OBJ, currently wide receiver 79. He'll come back. I, I mean, I'd still be worried. It's just he's still a good wide receiver. It's just Baker Mayfield and the offensive line need to get it together. Okay. We don't need to go spot by spot, Cam, but where are you at? Same with Alex. Most of those guys, more concerned than not. Um, well, Godwin, he really had no other choice. That was the keeper. Um, I mean, he was basically picking from whoever Carly didn't pick off of Tim's team. Yeah. Um, so really left. He was handcuffed there. Um, DK Metcalf, he's doing really well. Um I wasn't as high on him as you were, but, you know, if Russell Wilson's going to produce, then he's the guy who's going to benefit from it. Um, Mixon, again, I kind of put him in with the Nick Chubb, in the Nick Chubb category. I think a lot of people overvalue him. Um, He's a good football player, but I think he's just in a crappy team. Um, And Carson Wentz, he's, again, kind of like Kirk Cousins. He was my backup quarterback. No, he was my quarterback last year. I kept him last year. Um, and again, roller coaster of a player. It's one of those one of those things between him and Cousins where I didn't know who to start because I didn't know who was going to produce. Sir, I think I'm with you. I have some grace with Wentz because my goodness, the Eagles' offensive injuries are similar to what the Lions go through on a yearly basis. I think they didn't have Sanders or well, Alshon this week. And Miles Sanders, I I'm not high on him either. Like yeah. Same thing, injuries. So I thought he was one of the reaches that that Derek had on his draft, but well, history might be on your side. Like anything we talked about, I was just uh, I was a big fan of Derek's draft, but Miles Sanders certainly is not paying dividends early. But uh, yeah, hopefully one of them kicks off for him. All right, Alex, seven. Cam, Cam, who's your seven? Um. Carly. You're both wrong. Alex, swing again. You. Cam. You. You're both wrong. Swing again. <gasps> Cam, go first. Bobby. Alex. Bobby. You're both wrong. <laughs> Alex, swing again. Who's that? Carly. Jack, come here. I heard he said Carly. All right. Hello, I'm back. Everybody. You did? Did you miss me? All right, Cam. 
Who's your next guest? Alex is going Carly. I thought I already said Carly. All right, so I'm still staying with Carly. All right, Cam. If I didn't, if I didn't already say Carly, then I'll go Carly. But I, I think it's gonna be uh, Matt. You grab a seat, Jack. Yeah, seven. Matt dropped it. Uh, actually, he loses this week to Lucas, but he moves from nine up to seven. Actually, had the third highest score. Nice. Currently has wide receivers two and three in Calvin Ridley and Alvin, the- or, uh, excuse me, Adam Thielen. What are your thoughts on their uh, long-term outlook this season, Alex? I think I think it's good. I know that's not a lot to say, but you just named some good players, and I think it'll be fine. Okay. Adam Thielen did a really good job. Adam Thielen did a lot of garbage time. Okay, so you bring up garbage time. I'm going to bring that up again. I said this in the text right on Sunday. Garbage time is Alex time. That's my time to shine. That's what I, all my I get that. I mean, garbage, garbage time, there is no garbage time in fantasy football. It's only in real football. But um, that's, I, that's not going to carry you every week. Um, you can't hope to, to bank on that. I know, it's garbage time every week for me. I'm always down by 60 points on Sunday. Some goober gets 55 points and I lose. And I love yeah. him. Um, I would see Ridley being the one who who lasts more consistently throughout the season. Um, do I think they'll both be that high at year end? No. Yeah. Um, I could see Ridley being a top 10 receiver and Thielen being a top 15 when it's all said and done. But Thielen's got to not get hurt like he did last year. Okay. I think it's pretty solid. And uh, there's always the – I think Julio is just – Things of that age, he could go at any time, and if he does, then I think Ridley can be a top five wide receiver. If he's that, that's true. That's um, true. You guys watched this game more than I did, um, so I was surprised when I saw this. Dalvin Cook, 12 carries. Game yeah. Game. If he only had 12 carries and Kirk, Kirk Cousins only had five pat- Were they just kind of – Were they the not doing possession? anything? I, I did not watch much of this game. I'm going to have to lean on you guys. Yeah. Maybe well, it was just a very. He had know. 12 carries for 50 yards, but he still had two touchdowns. Um, but did you got? Looks like you're looking at something. Does it show how many carries Madison had? Oh, well, I'm lo- I'm just looking at as we're going through. I'm looking oh. at each team's rosters. Okay. So um. Yeah, I do, I don't see Madison's, but um. From what I saw when I was flipping between the Lions game and the Packers Vikings game, Cook looked good. Um, I just think it's a Mike Zimmer offense where they just don't have a lot of plays. And so they get behind and they got to throw the ball. Sure. Okay. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I would have to just imagine something was up with the script. Like you said, Alex, if Cook's got 12 carries and Cousin only had five passes at some point far into the game. I, I like the team. I think they've got a terrible bench, but if Galladay comes back, I mean, Galladay, Ridley, Thielen, Dalvin Cook, it's a nice foursome. Mm-hmm. All right, six. All right, six. Um, you should probably just give us one guess because we're we're running long, and yeah, I don't yeah. know how long it's going to take to. Sure, sure. Convert the I'll say, so. I'm going to say it's me. Cam. Two, two. You both, uh, Cam. Nice. War six, stayed six. So right. Called the shot too. 
Oh God! What and was you that? answered one of my questions earlier, Cam. You currently you had T. Y. Hilton over A. J. Brown. Um, is that going to stay or is A. J. Brown? No, I'm sorry. You're talking about Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown. Yeah. You have A. J. Brown too, though, right? Yes, I do. But in this moment, is T. Y. Hilton starting over A. J. Brown on your roster? Over A. J. Brown or Hollywood? Um. You're yeah, I guess maybe the easier question is who sits: A. J. Brown, Hollywood Brown, or T. Y. Hilton? Whoa. Probably AJ Brown. Okay. Because we haven't talked about Tyreek Hill. That's a nice receiving core you've got as well. Yeah. Um, I was a little disappointed in his week one production, but he wasn't needed. I think that's what's going to hurt from from the Chiefs standpoint is it's going to be flavor of the week every yeah. week based on the matchup. So last week it was Sammy Watkins, which – that's okay. He'll get. He got his one week of production for the season already. That's real. Um, the rest is next week. It could be Williams. The next, and then could be Tyreek. I'm not too worried about it though. No, I think it's a good point. And one of the factors too, because there's such a high octane offense, it can be a week like last week where Tyreek may not do much, but if you catch a touchdown, it's automatically. Yeah, he still got me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he still got me 13 points. I will take that. So. You lost three players to injury this week. Marlon Mack and Leighton Vanderish, I don't view as a big deal. Connor, not necessarily a big deal either, but you know, fifth round draft capital. Feeling too concerned about what that does to your depth? Um No. Um I think Mack hurts a little bit more than I originally anticipated because it's a long term injury and he's out for the season. Um he gets a lot of touches. He doesn't necessarily do a lot with them, but I like his upside potential. Um, Vander Esch, again, IDP player. Though you can swap those in and out, even if they're a good one, and still get you know considerable value. Sure. Um, Connor is just frustrating as all get out. I had him for like five games last season because he just couldn't stay healthy, and he just wasn't the same as when you had him the year before. Yeah. So. Um, so I, we're going to see what happens. Connor's going to move to the bench, obviously. Um, yeah. And I've got to look for a replacement for Mac and put in Kareem Hunt. So. And you have running back one right now. Yeah, Josh Jacobs. I don't know if you can say number one, but I think he can be high on the board. I think that might be a steal you have right there. Yeah, I'm really happy with him. He didn't get a, too many. Like, he didn't get a ton of yards, but I'll take three touchdowns all day every week. Yeah. And he's a three-down back. That's the big thing. That's huge. Yep. I'm really happy with I'm really happy with my my top wide receiver, my top running back, and my top and my quarterback. So nice. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Since we're already talking to you right now, Cam, who's five? Um five. Let's go with Bobby. Okay, Alex. You. Two or three to two, Alex. I was three. I spelled, I fell two spots to five. So in my vein, I'm not trying to talk about my team very long. I'm just going to summarize it and say I'm hovering right over the panic button right, right now. Zeke was – it's fun to have Zeke. He's everything I thought he'd be as a running back. No concerns there. But this draft was built on young wide receivers I thought were – young players as a whole I thought were ready to take the next step and – nobody 
delivered, except for the guy on my bench, Gardner Minshew. So um, very concerned. Hopeful that Jonathan Taylor can stabilize this. And, uh, yeah, that's all I've got. So unless you guys have anything, we're moving to. Oh, how did Gardner Gardner Minshew, I believe, 19 for 20, 174 yards, three touchdowns. He did really well. Um, I I think you have some legit concerns, um, and I'm not saying that to be facetious. I I think, again, it's early in the season, but Tom Brady just did not look good with that receiving core. There's no chemistry there. Um, There was that one pass he overthrew Mike Evans by, like, 20 yards because they just were not on the same page. Um, Cooper Cup, I know you love him. I know we talked about that earlier, but again, that Rams offense is like the Chiefs. It's going to be a flavor of the week. Um, and I'm sorry, but that that Edwards Hilaire trade has to be haunting you again this week. He went for 21 points, and you just did. I don't think you got the return on investment in that trade. So I think there's a real scenario where I lose that trade. I will say that part when I made the trade that automatically made sure that I was going to focus on getting Jonathan Taylor. So I think Jonathan Taylor can be 80 cents on the dollar of what Edwards Alaire is. And I can live with that. If DJ Moore can not suck. Now that seems to be a big if right now, but I think I think you were potentially right with Brady. I will only pause because it was a good defense he was playing in New Orleans. So is my radar is up, but I'm not as concerned about him as I am like the DJ Chark, DJ Moore, Cooper Cup, Nick Chubb combination. He's so I got other things to be worried about right call now. Call it call it what it is. Say the correct name. <laughs> uh soon it's gonna be Gardner Minshew and the Pips. That's gonna be my team. Hashtag no, Chubb. It's gonna be hashtag Chubb Cup. You better All claim right. that Twitter handle too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number four. Looking at Alex. Bobby. Cam. I'm gonna say Jay. Both wrong. Swing again. Karen. Ky- Kylie. Carly. All right, who you got there, Cam? Carly. All right, you both got it on the second try, Carly. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't, I, I don't have a face to the name yet. You know? It's okay. All right. Carly moved from six up to four. She did lose, but it was a good score. It was a good showing. Fourth highest score. Just had the misfortune of playing the top scorer in the league, Jason. I think if I picture a pirate and say Carly, I'll remember. That'll Her- do it. You should, you should do that. Carly, pirate. Okay, I know Derek. I go Derek. I say his name, and I don't know why. I just I remember it. Wait, any Carly? How'd she do? Uh, she lost, but she had the fourth highest score. Wow, good for her. So I, I think that uh, I would argue that it's not good for her. She had a really high score, and she lost. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you take the small battle victories to win the war. Well, um, you I do believe the that, battle win the war. You know, I do you, believe it's. The proper thing is you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and then you have the facts of life. The facts of life. What's that? Oh, Oh, that is. You just hurt the tootie. Is that a Shakespeare quote? (laughs) Um, One of the things I think with Carly's team that was uh, 
beneficial for her is DeAndre Hopkins, 14 catches. It's always a bit concerning when a wide receiver goes to a new team, and DeAndre Hopkins did not miss a beat. No. That double up with, with Murray and Hopkins could be a ton of points. Oh, that yeah. Could be, that could be Mahomes, Kelsey, Light, Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Light. Like, it's it could be really, really good. Um and, and she had, again, other good pieces with Kamara. Robert Woods had a really good week. Um, Marvin Jones Jr. was pretty much – he had one, I think, big catch, but that's all I, that all I, that's all I saw. Um, um, her kicker got a good amount of points because they scored 31 points. So I think she's good. At, uh, I think at this point it's going to be a matter of how she is at the waiver wire. Well, and I think a lot of it too is will will Keenan Allen be able to keep his production up? I don't see them keeping Tyrod Taylor as quarterback the whole year. Um, I think at some point they're going to have to go to to Herbert or what Hebert or whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, which is going to hurt him. Robert Woods again. That's the Cooper Cup on the other side. So. He's not gonna get. He's not gonna keep his numbers up every week. Yeah, I think he summarized it really well. Um, number three, Alex, who you got? Okay, Bobby, Cam, Bobby. Sorry, I've been leaning on you a little bit, Cam, in these for the last twenty minutes or so, but I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna lay out on this one, and you can comment too. But I think the problem is, like I talked about, like. I see. I think I can see how Derek sets his team up for better, for worse. It makes sense. I do not get Bobby's team at all, and that's with the full understanding. He had a good year last year when I didn't like his team, and they finished fourth. He won last night. He's doing well, but he's just got guys in Stefan Diggs, Melvin Gordon, who are on my do not draft list. And I, I think anyway. So tell me, what do you guys think of the team? I'm going to back out. I think. Between you and Bobby, or pretty much you and anyone in the league, it's I think it's just a difference of philosophies. Um, I think he got some really good value picks. Um, Russell Wilson obviously had a tremendous week. Um, Derek Henry, I don't know how he did um, overall because I didn't step that high. Well, he got 16.6. He had 116 yards. Um, so I think that's pretty good. Um and then Julio's going to be Julio. Um, he got 22 points, you know, off 157 yards catching or receiving. So um, I think I think it's a good a good team. I think it's just you. Melvin Gordon is his flex. It's going to be safe there. It's not, you're not going to put him as your, as your running back one. Okay. Well. Um... Fair enough. I will ask here. I'm going to turn it over to you on this one, Alex. Any concerns about George Kittle and durability? Missed time last year. He only missed one snap yesterday, or excuse me, on Sunday, but um, did injure his knee during the game. It's a hard position with injuries, especially at tight end. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if he's still having troubles with knee, yeah, that could be something that could be an issue later. I would definitely keep an eye on it. Tight, end's a, tight end is a dangerous position, so I don't... He... Yeah, it's a, I agree. It's a dangerous position, and 
like Gronk looks like a tight end. Like he had injuries, but he played. He's big. Kelsey, big, tong, big, tough looking dude, can play tight end. Caleb just doesn't look like those guys. So it seems like his I'm body, saying. yeah, can't stand the, the stand up to it as much. So I would be a little concerned. But there are a couple of tight ends that are out there that are really just kind of made for. They're not really built like the natural tight ends that are like Gronks or like big dudes. They try to put some receiver like people up there, and a lot of times those guys end up getting hurt. So yeah, like Hawkinson, except you know Hawkinson's terrible at everything. Hey, Hawkinson. He had a good game. Good week. And he jumped over a guy again, so he did not learn. That is what I like to see from my rookies, lack of learning. But <laughs> did leap a guy. When's the last time we had a tight end that leaped three guys and only hurt his head once? Yeah. I'll see statistic for that, yeah. Three leap. Three Y buttons. Let's go. All right. Two. Two. Cam, you leap. Take a shot. Only because of the point differential, I'm going to say Lucas. Who's not left? That's Lucas. Oh, I'm not giving that up. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Matt. No, you're both wrong. Swing again. <laughs> Jason. Is Jason a J? Yes. Uh, oh, and I'm sorry. Real quick to go backwards. Bobby jumped from seven up to three. Um, Jason, gigantic jump from ten to two. Mm-hmm. High score of the week. Uh, great, just fantastic. We talked a little bit about David Johnson. Uh, looked really good while he had the ball. I agree with you, Cam. Durability concerns, but uh, while he was out there, looked really good. Um, I think there might be a little bit of inflation. I actually have a little more concern about Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, I know that he had the game that he had, but he uh, only six targets, but he did pull them all in and had two touchdowns. So. Uh, you give a wide receiver six targets a week, he's typically not going to have that great of a week. So a little nervous there, but he did great. And uh, he's also got the number two and number five quarterbacks in the league right now with uh, Lamar and Aaron Rodgers. So that could be a heck of a trade chip later in the season. Yeah. Yeah, I think his team's got a lot of potential. I mean, they're on, they're all on good teams especially when everyone on that team is healthy. Juju will go as Ben goes. Amari Cooper is going to go as, as Dak goes. Aaron Jones, he led the league in touchdowns last year. Like he's, he's got a good team, a very solid core. Yeah. I was worried about Aaron Ro- or Aaron Jones being in a timeshare at the running back, especially when they draft Dylan in the second round, but that was not the case. I believe he, I think he had more, he had 16 carries and I don't think anybody else had more than seven. So, uh, that went really well for him. Yeah, I really wonder if later on in the season if Kelly can trade Kirk Cousins for him. I okay. cannot tell if you're being sarcastic. Come on, it's me. You know what I was doing. So <laughs> what I thought, but you never quite know. So I uh yeah, I said last week this is the most Jason team of all time. They can stay 10th or they can win the whole thing. And uh, mm-hmm. he's he's come closer to uh, championship status. All right, number one. We're just going to go to it. Lucas was one, stayed one, second highest score of the week. And that's concerning to me because he did that with Mahomes having statistically a very pedestrian night, quarterback 11. And I think you, I, what I've got in my note here, Cam, is something you said verbatim. I think I'm, I'm going to be continue to be haunted by the Alaris trade, yeah. as well as nobody else grabbing him before it could have got to me. Looking at you, Alex. 
I didn't want him. Actually, no, you were you and Jason are the only ones who can, can't really blame for this. Yeah, I got Deshaun Watson. Well, yeah, but he would have been gone by the time. You oh yeah, it was after you. After, yeah, so. it was right after you. So I I just didn't want to justify that high of a pick on a rookie running back. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like rookie running backs. There's always like two or three that always get put way too high up, like DeAndre Swift. But I think we all know the lines mostly, so we all knew that that wasn't going to go well. Well, and that was the thing, too. Like, my thought was, okay, he's in this position because of Damian Williams opting out. So is he really going to be that good? Or were were people writing really well of like DeAndre Swift? Like, it's just one of those situational things to me. So I, I just, I didn't want to take the chance, and I could be burned by it, so... I would say the one thing, and I don't know if you guys noticed this too during the Thursday night game, because, you know, I, we haven't seen him play against NFL players. His size, you can't give him 25 carries a game. He's going to be broken by no. game seven. Right. 15 carries, four or five catches. So that's got, he's got to be uh, Jamal Charles. He can't be yeah. Derrick Henry. Yeah. But um, Alex, um, yes. later breaking news, Alan Robinson has uh, – Rumor says he has asked for a trade and he has taken all Bears references off his social media page. If Allen Robinson goes to a new team, who and Allen Robinson is on Lucas's squad, uh, you think that's a ding to his value because it's really hard for a wide receiver to learn a new offense midseason? Yes and no. Um, depends on where he goes. If you go somewhere where an offense isn't okay, so let's, let's say if you go somewhere like the Patriots, a lot of wide receivers have trouble going to the Patriots system because it's, it's a lot of it's 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 complicated and like they spread the ball around and you have to be in the right spot at the exact right time. Yeah. If they go to an offense where they're just slinging the ball, if they just go to Detroit and you're just running like slants and straights and stuff, and you're just trusting Matt, like I think he can make it in a place like that. I think if he goes to somewhere like um, Tampa or if he goes to the Patriots or I mean probably the Chiefs too, I think it's going to be hard. But I think if again if you go to those certain kinds of teams, come join the Lions. Join the Lions. We need you. I think you'd do great. Because a lot of those wide receivers, they try when they try to get trades in the middle season, they try to go to these teams that are like 10, you know, Super Bowl teams. Yeah. And they have very complicated systems. So. Well, and, and the Lions, defenses always learn, other teams always learn our offense by the third week. It's that easy. I think they literally the learn quarter, our play right? calls and know what we're doing. That's literally what happened in the Jets game. They learned it in an hour. Just to hit on something you said, it just it, – to me, when I think of these these trades in the middle of the year, I don't, I'm, and I could be wrong, but I don't see these people going to teams, ending up going to teams that are Super Bowl contenders. It's always a team like the Browns or the Dolphins, yeah. someone like that who who makes that desperation move to get to get something to inject some sort of energy into their squad. Um, well, you need to go so, to a team in the middle. That's the issue too. You or, don't want to go to the Browns and you don't want to go to. Uh, the you know, Patriots, you got you got to find that middle middle ground, you know. But when well, you're I demanding think, a trade in the middle of the season, sadly you don't get to pick, you know. Well, and why are you demanding a trade in the first place? Does he want to be the guy? You're not going to end up going to a place like the Patriots and being the guy because that's not the way the offense works. There is no, no. guy. Yeah, that's that's, that's what team. I mean too. So it's about um, working as a team and being a gear in that team. You're not a star player anymore. It's about having heart. <laughs> I wouldn't say hard. It's more just being to, to doing what you're told there. 
But, I mean, Dang it. I was setting you up for your heart comments, Alex. Well, I mean, no, that's, you know, there's a lot of other teams that play with heart. Lions play with heart. They just lose their heart in the fourth quarter. Cleveland plays with heart. They're all still playing. That's impressive. I think a lot of players would have given up by now or demanded trades. Sure. I saw a couple comments last week when they lost the game, and I was like, you laugh, but Cleveland Browns could definitely be a couple of the good high school teams out there. They had a bad week, and they're still trying. That takes heart. I'd say the team that I would want to go to, um, if I was, I think a match made in heaven here would be Allen Robinson to the Eagles. Good yes. quarterback. That would be win-win across the board. That'd be a good one. You get in that, getting that middle ground. You're getting a team where, like, a, a team where you can still make a difference. A team that's still learning. Boom. Has what, a newer-ish. Yeah. Let, let's move it from the abstract to the concrete. What would you guys, if 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 you think that whatever team you think would be a good fit for Allen Robinson, what would you give up for him? They're gonna give like a third round pick. I was gonna say a third, or maybe hey. multiple fourths. That's as high as you would go if you were a general manager. I just manager. don't think. I just don't think he's not a superstar player. He's not gonna warrant a one and a two, or even a one by itself. Um, I think the, the ceiling is gonna be a three. Well, I mean, it's just a lot of when they trade during the season, they get a max of the three because, first of all, you're trading for somebody that yeah. might even just leave later, and you right. have to teach them during the season, so it might not even be worth it. The other thing, though, is you have to look at the contract. So I don't know what kind of contract Allen Robbins has had. When you're trading, you get the contract, and that can affect your cap room. That's a good point. That's that's the reason yeah. he wants to trade. He's in the last year of his contract, and they haven't extended it. Exactly. So so a lot of teams, like, sure, we, hey, we can get this guy, but he doesn't like you. you. He learns the system in five weeks. He'll play five weeks for you, and then he leaves. Yeah. So that's why you, you you literally can't get a high trade for that. If it was before the season, maybe you can get a better one. But even during the draft, like when you see trades for other players, like it's like there are Lions players that'll go that like people really like, but then they'll, they'll trade them for like a fifth round pick because Golden cap Tate. space and yeah, Golden Tate. What he what do you go for a fifth round pick? A three and a five, something like that. It wasn't much. It was something ridiculous. But then was it was it Ernie Sims? Not Ernie Sims. The safety. Oh, uh, Diggs. Diggs for, yeah, yeah, he went for nothing. And I'm talking even way back in the day when we had a safety from Western that always hit with his head that everyone loved. Oh, Luis Delmas. Yeah, he went for nothing, and he was he was one of our star players, not because he was great, but because we didn't have anybody. But he, you know, but they nothing. They they go for nothing even even during the season. Okay. So question is, what would you offer them? Cam saying, I, Cam, I'm hearing high end from you is the three. Three. Yeah. You, Alex, fourth round pick. Okay. I might get creative, maybe offer Robinson and a three for a two, so you can get something there. But anyway. Yeah, I guess I guess that's the thing. I was looking at it more of a straight up deal. Um, oh sure, I was too when I first so, thought of it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's kind of move us along here, bring us to the home stretch. Actually, uh, we had one question from the league, so I will ask the question of you guys, and then I'll weigh in as well. Which team came out the worst after injuries performance of their players in week one? That came from Lucas. I'm going to say uh, Kelly, Kelly, Michael yeah. Thomas, and Drew Brees is affected by Michael Thomas. Yep, I agree. Lucas? Do or, you, I'm sorry, do Alex? You think, do you think Lucas asked that question so we would just say Kelly? Just to piss off Kelly. No, I, I can. <laughs> I think Lucas really wants the podcast to do well and kind of want to give us some fodder for the oh, conversation. Okay. I, I just imagine them sitting I, on the couch together and they both read that text at the same time. And then she's looking at the thread and then that question comes up. She's like, I hate no, you. No, he's going <laughs> to be listening to this in their kitchen. While she's doing ditch, dishes or something, 
and the question is going to come up while they're on like the wireless speaker and he's just going to look at her <laughs> with a with a snide with a sly smile. Yeah. All right, Jack, get on over here. All right, we're going to move into uh, ESPN versus the uh, Power Jenkins. Oh my gosh. Okay. Last week ESPN was 4 and 1. Myself and you, Jack, were both 2 and 3. Alex, you were 1 and 4. Yes. Okay. So, we're going to start with the Jankup of the week, and that is number one, Lucas, versus number four, Carly. Alex, you go first. Carly, she's coming up top. Can't beat a pirate at their own game. All right, Jack, you're Fantasy next. football. Uh, Carly. All right, I have to take Lucas. Cam. Lucas. And then I'm also still picking Carly. I don't know. You're telling me to fill time. I don't know. Carly's going to kill it this week. She's got the big player. She's got the backup QB on the bench that's going to come up big. Kyler Murray rushing for like 90 yards. He's still got it. Cardinals offense making a difference. Lucas has got nothing in this game. He's got nothing. All right. ESPN is, taking, ESPN is taking Lucas, but they've only got it as a four-point game. So kudos to Carly. That's All sweet. right. Next. Number two, Cam, I'm sorry, number two, Jason versus number six. I'm going to lead off with uh, ESPN's vote since I've got the screen up here right now. I say that as ESPN goes to sleep on me. They have Jason projected to win by about 15 points, but that may be tilted by the fact that I think Connor might technically be in your starting lineup still, Cam. Yes, he is. Okay. I am also taking Jason, no offense. Um, Jack, Jason or Cam? Uh, Cam. Yeah. Cam, who are you yeah. taking? Jason. <laughs> Alex, who you got? I think we have a sleeper hit out there in, in the heart of a young man named Cameron Duffy. Cameron Brady Duffield. All right. Yep. Right. All right. Next up. What? At heart. You're gonna win. You're gonna win this game, Cam. You beat me. You better win. Come on. You got it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> number three, Bobby versus number 10, Alex. Jack, what are you going to take? I'm like that elementary school team you beat the crap out of and you're like a high schooler. I'm like, wow, he's really good. And then you like go face like another high school. I'm like, there's no way he's going to lose. He beat the crap out of me. Right? Yeah. Uh, Jack, number three, Bobby versus number 10, Alex. Obviously, Alex. You get, oh, Darn straight, Alex is going to win. He just camera. had a rough week. I'm taking Bobby. Alex. All my players are out there. They took their vitamins this week. Their quads are back up to 100%. They ain't going to win this week. Well, maybe not all of them, but, you know, I'm, 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 call, I'm giving it to me. All right. Yep. Centrum Silver, going to win the game. Okay. Centrum, I, of all the things I did not think we're going to get referenced. Well, I think all my players are over 30, so I think that that's what they'd be taking, right? Goodness. Yeah. All right. They've got Bobby by, over you by about six, they being ESPN. Mm-hmm. All right, next, number five, me versus number eight, Derek. Jack, who do you have? Uh, well, you buy me the Christmas presents, so I'm going to have to go you. Brilliant answer, my boy. All right, Cameron. Um, I agree. Since you buy me Christmas presents, I'm going to say you. <laughs> Love it. All right, Alex. I'm going to say Derek just because he buys me Christmas presents. Oh, goodness. All right. <laughs> Uh, ESPN. All right, they've got me. Last, 
Number seven, Matt versus number nine, Kelly. I almost want to audible out of this and call Kelly just because I still believe in the team, but not with the Michael Thomas injury. I've changed my mind. I am taking Matt. Alex, who do you have? I am taking Kelly. He's a powerhouse. Jack, who do you have? Also Kelly. Also Kelly. All right. Dance. It's in the name of the league. She's the we stink. Right? Uh, oh, League of Subpar Gentlemen, yes. Yeah, we're all subpar, so, I mean, she has to win. All right. Alex, you went with Kelly? Right. Or, I'm sorry, Jack, you went with Kelly? I did. ESPN has Kelly by a landslide. And Cameron, are you going to round it out go five for five? I'm going to go with Matt. All right. Way to take a stand. All right, last bit for tonight. What is your recommendation for the week? Jack, what this is, is we recommend something for our viewers to try, whether it's a TV show. You were here, that's right. You suggested hockey. And then that's when you criticized me. You're supposed to love your nephew, not criticize him. Yeah. Um, basketball's cool, too. You want to recommend that? No. Why don't you recommend another Mighty Ducks incarnation? I've already recommended them all, and everyone has thanked me for it. There are people out there that didn't know there was an animated series, and oh, they tweeted Lord. me after, and they are like, oh my gosh, I didn't know this existed. And Although, shout out to uh, Goldberg. Really turned his life around, apparently. Was his life Good in for that place? Yeah, it was. Came out recently, though. He was really back at it. You know? okay. Good for Goldberg. Shout out. Okay. Mighty Duck fans know. Sure. Alex, what are you recommending? That's Jackson. I mean, that's Jack. Um, I I don't know. I came prepared to answer. What's your second favorite sport? I, nothing. Nothing. That's a great recommendation. You know what I like to do on Sundays? Nothing. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a minute to think what you might want to come back with. That was Thanks. a good answer. I am gonna recommend the facts of life. Alec, Cam, you put it out there. Great television fodder from the mid to late '80s. All right. Plus, plus you have a thing for Mrs. Garrett. I have a thing for Cloris Leachman. Don't get that twisted. Some would argue they're the same thing. <laughs> What's your recommendation, Cam? Um, I started a couple weeks ago watching Shit's Creek, and it is a very funny show. I love that show very much. I'm gonna have to pause because this was actually the show we went to after Parks and Rec. Here we go again. We are two or three episodes in, and it's terrible. Does you it pick up steam? It, it picks up steam. It's so slow to start. It's it, so, it gets better. Yeah, but it's it's like Parks yeah, and Rec. It's, it's 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 still not. I don't think it's your kind of show, but it does get yeah. on the best coast. It's not like a a traditional comedy. It's it's that awkward humor. It's it's up my alley. It's it's a show about horrible people, and I just think it's hilarious. Okay. All right. Well, we uh we'll kind of give us we'll give us some more play now. Oh, Alex. Oh, okay. Um, I've been watching Avatar: The Last Airbender again. Good show. Um, but also I watched the trailer for Dune twice. Pretty excited. Oh, me too. Spice Melange. Let's go. Getting excited. Looks sweet. The Muad'Dib. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, you know I'm actually going the real recommendation. I actually got to watch the uh, Disney, the new Jungle Book. It was really good. I That's hated new. the movie, but the the new the live show one was great. The cool. the Jungle Book that came out five years ago. Yeah, yeah. I my first it recommendation very good. was from the eighties. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it was very good. Like ten years ago, yeah. so. But yeah, no, and the ending on this one was way better than the stupid cartoon. That was ridiculous. Well, you know what? They are saying that's like the one live action that people don't think is like way worse than the uh, original. So that's yeah. good. I like Mulan. I heard it was just really different. 
And so it's hard to compare. It's more like the actual folk tale. Yeah. Not like the cartoon. A, like magic and stuff. But the cartoon was great. I gotta say, Aladdin was good. I liked Aladdin, the, the live one. Oh, yeah, the live one in Aladdin wasn't bad. I just can't handle Will Smith as a genie. It needs to be Robin Williams or don't bother. I know I'm sad about it, but I liked Will Smith as a genie. But, you know. I, agree. I thought Robin Williams was better, I agree. But Will Smith I thought was fine. Yeah. But anyway, all right. Um, Jack, do you have something for us now? No. Okay. Nothing. He suggests nothing. Don't do anything this week. That's a great suggestion, Jack. Underestimate. Actually... Jackson, I could hear on the last podcast. I don't know if you can hear me or not, but your saxophone playing was tremendous. Thank you very much. Do you recommend saxophone? I, I will recommend saxophone. Yes. I was a fellow. I'm a fellow saxophone player or former. So nice. Respect. Well, really proud of him. Absolutely, he's put, he put a lot of work into being the position to get promoted to saxophone. So good, good job, boy. It was a promotion. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to my friend who is also getting one. Whoa. And we get to have a jam session in the band room. Did play you play Speedwagon? No, we're not playing Ario Speedwagon, Dad. Fine. All right. All right, we're going to cut it here. It's long enough. All right, say goodnight, Gracie. What? Who? Who's Gracie? Good night, Gracie. <laughs> All right. All right.